Troubled Nation. Troubled Nation. Hello. Good evening. Good night. Uh, this is Renee, Co- Renee Coman sitting with my <laughs> co-host, Manny Chevrolet, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times. That's right. I am. This is the Troubled Men podcast. At, from the ring room, as always, here in the great New Orleans uh, downtown district. I don't know what the hell you call yes, it. Uh, CBD, Central Business District. <clears throat> Central Business District, you know. And if I noticed since the last time we were here, which has been a while, a couple weeks, I think. They have you some always new- say that. I think it's been about uh, eight days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but go on. You know. I my memory, Renee. I you know I could barely you know ha- remember what I just ate right now for dinner. Yeah, all well, I know cool. it came from a can. So <laughs> <laughs> I can remember it. it came from a can. But uh, I don't think last time artwork. This is some new artwork. It may be. I don't remember you this know, I artwork. I try not to pay attention to my surroundings as much as I can. Well, in this town, you think you have to. You know, well, you never know when you might be shot. Well, that's uh, true. It's true. We were just discussing on the way over here how we uh, had yet another uh, very eventful weekend in in the crime blotter terms. A violent weekend. Violent weekend. But most of the violence, there was one guy who caused a lot of violence. He went on this, like, spree. Did you hear about this guy? Right. I was reading about it in the newspaper. Apparently, he was at his house, and he had a gun, and he went in, and he asked his father for more ammunition. The father had the presence of mind to go, no, son, I'm not giving you any more am- ammunition. But it, apparently he, was, he already had some. So then right. said he left the house with the ammunition that he already had and, and went the, on this crime spree. He carjacked a few people. Jesus. Shot someone in the face who's oh, still alive. Oh, fuck, man. And God then damn. took another car and killed the person in that car. Oh, Lord. And took off. And he robbed, he robbed some places, and then he went back to where, he all, where it all started. You know, the first carjacking. Returning he went, to the scene of the crime. Yeah, he returned to the scene on St. Rock, in St. Rock, and he just started walking down the street shooting. Oh, my God. Just aimlessly. And the cops caught up with him. He got into his, back into the car. He flipped it over in, the, in my neighborhood. He kind of flipped it in the mid-city oh, area. And he got, apparently he got out of his car after he flipped the car. He pulled out his gun, and the cops are all sitting there going, freeze. And he just put the gun on the ground and said, take me. Wow. Yeah. And they didn't shoot him. They didn't shoot Amazing. him. They Amazing. They didn't shoot him, man. Yeah. So, uh, God. Now, was that on Saturday? I think it was, a, no, it was like a Sunday through, no, yeah, a Saturday, late Saturday into Sunday morning, or maybe sun, Sunday night into Monday morning. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I, you know, it, it, like I said, my memory's so bad. But also, I think, no, I think it was Saturday into Sunday. Because, man, I was, actually, I was, I was coming home. I had two jobs on Sunday, and I played the first one, and then I was on my way home to just go hang out, rest for a couple of hours before I, before I had to go back down to Frenchman Street. And there was some kind of police action where the police were running everybody off the road on, uh, on Claiborne Avenue in both directions. They must have had that was it. eight. But it was in the middle of the afternoon. It was like... It was like uh, 6 o'clock. Yeah, that, I think that was that it. That was it. But I this think. was like in Central City, like off Washington Avenue. Oh, well, maybe I that know, wasn't maybe it. maybe if he wound <laughs> up know. over there or something somehow. But, man, it was definitely all hands on he deck. He got around that day. He got around. I tell okay. you what. <laughs> he got around. You know, highly motivated individual that, that doesn't, uh, doesn't have a fear for their own life. It's hard to stop him, man. Right. 
No, it's just like know, that. The lone uh, gunman. Like the guy the at the Waffle House who. Oh, holy cow. He really wanted to shoot people. He didn't bother to put on clothes. Oh, he went in there. He was in a big hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to kill. I got to kill now. <laughs> you know, either that or he was really hungry. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but he went know, there just with a, like a, a jacket and he was totally naked. No pants. No, yeah. Right, he, right. He just had a jacket on. Right. That right. was. Uh, no socks. No socks, right. no underwear, nothing except his uh, loaded uh, AR 15. Jesus. And it w- wasn't for this one guy customer who I guess didn't want to give up his food or his waffle. Oh he tackled God. him and got the gun away from right, him. Right, right. I saw that. Yeah. The, yeah. He, the, he's, the, they'd all taken cover. He'd already killed a few people. Right. This yeah. Time. He killed four God, people so and injured a couple more. But uh, yeah, that one customer said, uh, he, he, he said, I don't even believe in God, but you know, I, I felt like I heard him stop and thought... Okay, I got to do this. You yeah, know, it's like a, something is. This something is telling me I have to do this. Yeah, and, and he did uh, it. Good, he did it, know, man. Save some save, lives. Absolutely, save some lives. Yeah, yeah. You know, I actually had that uh, Waffle House guy on my uh, my Troubled Men News segment. You know, thinking you know we could the way things are going, we could it could be a regular feature. You know, we just talk about. I mean, I guess we kind of do it anyway. You know, talk about uh, these troubled men. In our yeah. Midst. <laughs> yeah, well, they're part so, of the troubled nation, but don't go out there, you know. Say, you know just oh, no. say no, kids. Yeah, yeah. Just no, say no. Take it easy. That's take it easy. For, you know, easy does it. That's one of the things I learned in AA. Easy does it. You right. Know, let's just everybody relax for Christ's sake. You know, it's uh, as you take another vat of gin. My well, friend. <laughs> I'm trying to relax myself. You know, look, I'm just trying to keep my hands off people's throats. You know, <clears throat> and so far so good. It's been working. Right. Well, you I know? you know I did something. We'll get back to the naked guy, but I just want to mention this real quickly. Yeah, we can move on. Um, if you have, you know, um, there'll be more naked guys <laughs> down the road. Hey, the night's young. I could be naked anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, now, what was I going to say um, about the naked? See my memory. Oh yeah, um, about uh, the AA. You know, just take it like you know, easy and all that. Right, right. I took it easy. Remember, I think a week or so ago, I realized that it, I had a, I had at least some form of alcohol every day for like ninety days straight. I do remember, remember that. that. Yeah, it shows well, up in the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so yesterday was. I, I didn't have a drink. You took yesterday. a day off yesterday. I, I took a day off. Wow. It was one of the worst days of my life. Sure. Go on. <laughs> you know, and uh, so I'm happy to be back. I'm Good happy to have you back, man. Good to have you back. But I realize, you know, I realize... Good that, to get some perspective, though. Yeah, I felt good yesterday. I didn't like. I wasn't climbing the walls right. or anything like that. I wasn't sweating or anything right. like that. Um, and I felt pretty good um, until I woke up. And then I realized... Uh, this is not going to work. This is not going to work at all. No. <laughs> you know, I just remember what Sammy Davis Jr. said when they told him that he had to quit, you know, he had to go clean. And they asked him after a few months, they said, Sammy, how do you feel you right. know, being clean and sober? And he goes, I don't know if I told you this before. But he, no. Sammy said to the press, he said, well, knowing when you wake up every morning, and that's how good you're going to feel for the rest of the day is an awful feeling. That's the best you're going to feel <laughs> yeah. all day. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, you're not going to feel right, any right, better right, because right, Sammy... Right. It's only Sam- going to get worse. Yeah, Sammy was the candy man. They didn't call him that for just because he liked popsicles and suckers and, uh, right, and right. you know Hershey bars. Sure, sure. He was the candy man for right. a reason. Definitely, man. He was... Uh, and he was I mean that, full- man. <laughs> 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 He's going full throttle, mm-hmm. man. 
He was, uh, had a slight frame, but he had a big appetite. Oh, yeah, man. The guy was amazing. You know, lust for life. The lust for All right, so what happened with the naked guy again? He got caught. Yeah, he got caught finally, you know. He got caught. Jesus Christ, you know, it's good that we don't know these people's names now. Please, let's just not even, uh, uh, you know, memorialize them in any kind of way because, uh, you know, as much as we talk about them on the show, again, we're not trying to, to glorify this. This is, uh, you know, people need to need to relax and, uh, you well, know, I just violence find- is not the answer. That's what we're trying to say, right? Yeah, well, I'm just trying to find the jokes in it all. That's what I'm sure, trying to Sure, sure, sure. I'm just trying to find the jokes. Oh, now I remember what I ate. It's tuna. <laughs> okay, that I was can, the can. I can confirm. Yeah, that was the can I ate. <laughs> so, uh, so I played like six gigs in the eight days that uh, since I've seen you. Um, so you must have it then. Have what? The money you owe me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I left it at home. Oh, okay. I already owed this. Well, you're going to start playing a lot else. more this weekend, aren't you? Uh, yes, it's, it's starting to get... It's, well, I, you know, in a way, it feels like you're kind of ramping up, right? As soon as uh, French Quarter Fest happens, like, there's some people I know that, that don't have regular jobs. Maybe they're retired mm-hmm. early or something, you mm-hmm. know, or... Um, they'll come down here and just stay for several months starting in April because the weather's nice. Um, so they're, they're here for French Quarter Fest, and then they're here through the middle. So, like, even Sunday, you know, usually Sunday on Frenchman, and there's people there, but it was, like, so crowded this Sunday. And another thing that's going on, it's Fleet Week. Yeah. So we have a gigantic... Uh, uh, aircraft carrier well, sitting uh, in the Mississippi River. I thought they called River. it uh, big ships or tall ships. They ship. also have that. So that's uh, part of the 300th anniversary of New Orleans being a city. It's a commemoration of our tricentennial anniversary. And uh, the Navy has has uh, at least one but uh, tall get, ship, like a yeah. three-mast. Yeah, they have the tall ships, but they can't get like a aircraft carrier. Oh, no. Uh, the Mississippi River is so deep and huge. Could they? They really? have an aircraft carrier parked off the Julia Street Wharf. Really? That actually, until I think it left today, um, you could go take free tours of. And they had tons of sailors in their dress whites all filling the French Quarter and... and uh, so it's you know, a gay thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a real it's, gay thing. Well, it's, it's, because, it's gay. because my kid went camping over the weekend with some other friend's family and uh-huh. stuff, and my wife had mentioned Friday night, I'd like to go to this tall ship thing. And I said, you know, getting me to go anywhere is like, you know, pulling teeth. And I said, all right, okay, I guess we'll go see a tall ship. So Saturday, we wanted to go Saturday afternoon. And so Saturday I was here working out, doing my Saturday morning routine. What does that entail? Um, Getting like in gym shorts and sneakers and a t-shirt and just walking around. And grab ass. (laughs) Just walking around. Walking around. (laughs) Just walking around. Now, does that involve a sauna? Uh, After I do all my little workout, I do uh, a sauna. I love the sauna. Okay. And now, then was I, the Midnight Cowboy there? <laughs> but let me tell you, this has to do with tall ships. Okay. So after I did my little, I do like a 45-minute thing. Sometimes I just walk on a, a treadmill or sometimes I do this elliptical. But I'm, physically, my back is bad. My feet are bad. So I can't do Your too much. Your mind is just barely yeah, hanging yeah, on. My mind is barely hanging on and <laughs> my balls are hanging by a thread. You know, I got this thing on my leg. I don't know what and the hell it back. is. I've yeah. talked about that before. Yeah, the hair on my back. 
back and then my chest. And when, when I'm naked, my wife doesn't know if I'm coming or going because I got so much hair. Um, but anyway, um, so I did my thing and I, I get put, you know, I take off the clothes, I put the towel on, I go into the sauna. And this, this is a great place that I go to. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, we're in a great place here. Absolutely. But it also has, this place is in an area, um, yeah, it, it's got a very big gay membership here. Sure. Well, you know, it's it's uh it's New Orleans, it's yeah, the French it's, Quarter. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's got a big very, gay uh, membership, very diverse city. Very uh, how would, how would you say um, a welcoming city? Yeah, yeah, it's got all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. put it that no, way. We don't give a shit here. Yeah. Um, you know, I always say I don't care what anybody puts in their mouth, <laughs> as long as they afford me the same the same uh, forbearance, if you will. Forbearance. That's the word. Um, the same luxury. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I do like, I try to do, I try to do at least 20 minutes in the sauna. Okay. Because I try to just sweat as much as I can. Right. To get out all that shit I put in my body the night before. Right. And so I hear a lot of conversations, a lot of conversations I hear. And every member, you know, every guy that was in the sauna and the jacuzzi, they were all like, Gushing over the tall ships. You okay. know? Oh, are you going to tall ships? Made an impression. Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, it's like <laughs> Fleet Week. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. And they're talking. I'm just ignoring the members of the community. Yeah, the members of the community gotcha, are saying gotcha. this. Yes, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll be there around two. That's when the big ships come. In. You know, I was like, okay, I don't want to speak. You know, I don't want to. I do a well, bad. Good, I do man. bad impression. That's good. That's, no, that's, uh, I'm, that makes me happy. Like everybody's excited about the about yeah. Fleet Week. So I'm thinking to myself, is this what? Because I kn- I didn't know what Tall Ships was about. I know what kind of Fleet Week's about. You know, like in New York when I lived in New York, it was right. just like you know, it's girls getting fucked. Yeah, and, and guys looking and sailors looking for guys too. You know, a lot of that stuff you know, going on. You know, so, don't you know, ask, don't, don't tell. Think, that's right, absolutely. You know, don't say a word. I'm not asking. I'm not telling. Anyway, so I, I get home. I might be telling. <laughs> I get home. I get home and I say to my wife, you sure you want to go see these big <laughs> tall ships? She's going, nah. She had so, something came up. And I was like, thank God. Thank God. I don't want to go I see I would have been interested. I, I, I would love to do that. In fact, I was uh, chumming it up with some, uh, some sailors down at, at my first gig on Sunday and told them, you know, of course, thank you for your service. They really like to hear. No, I'm in all sincerity. Did they buy you a drink after that? Didn't buy me a drink. Yeah. They listened to me play. Okay. Um, but you know, we had a, had a nice conversation. I was saying, you know, I'd seen them all, you know, for days before that. And I said, well, I I know you have the tall ships. I said, is there something else going on? He said, Fleet Week. And then he told the guy told me about the giant aircraft carrier. Uh, I was like, oh, no shit. Okay. I've been on a battleship. Really? Yeah, in San Diego. I went on a battleship. My brother, my oldest brother, who he, he used to live here. I Sam. Think I met him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. big. Used to live on Oak Street or something. Yeah, I lived on yeah, Oak okay. Street, right there by um, in front of the comic book shop. He lived right, right, right. there yep. in, the, in the street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Had a cardboard box. There. Yeah. I remember him well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he to shake was my hand. I didn't think it was. A good yeah, idea. he was in the Navy. Okay. Uh, he did four years, and they kicked him out apparently. But oh, I went yeah. to see him down in San Diego. His tour was up or something else. <sighs> 
I'm you know, not I, sure. Yeah, okay, well, it better know. not to get into Anyway, I went on a battleship, yeah. and, oh, cool. and, and it was very claustrophobic, if you ask me. Well, yeah, you got to... It's can like you imagine, a maze. Can you imagine being on a submarine, how claustrophobic yeah. you would be? Oh, God, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that, and especially you, without you cable. Have to, then you have if you to, don't have cable, fuck it. Then you have to dive, <laughs> dive, dive. <laughs> and then, then they have to shut the engines down because the Germans are... are, are Listening for you Above you Yeah That's right They're dropping depth charges on you There's that ping There's that ping Yeah the sonar And all of a sudden It's like uh, Then then a big giant concussion And they start uh, leaking At the seams (laughs) Okay (laughs) All right You know that actually Reminds me of something I had written down For later on I may as well just Pivot to it here What's that Which is uh, I had like a little experiment That I drew up It's like what if you went into a VFW, you know, Veterans of Foreign Wars? It's, you know, those, those like uh, Quonset Hut looking buildings, yeah. you know, metal, uh-huh. you know, it's a fraternal organization. Go sit at the bar, tell them that you're a veteran, and then start defending your claim of being a veteran just using dialogue from war movies. <laughs> so so that's the that's the that's the practice and the the thing you're measuring is to see how long it takes before someone gives you a mighty ass beating. <laughs> I could do that. I could go in there and just start reciting Apocalypse Now. Right, exactly. You smell that? Do you smell that? <laughs> so yeah, 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 I was a station t- uh, two clicks, two yeah. clicks south of the DMZ. Yeah, you yeah. know, around DMV info. Yeah, <laughs> We're DMV just like totally screwing Vindrin up. Vindrin like, Doc, Vindrin <laughs> Doc, or WAP, whatever the hell you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was on Hamburger Hill, man. <laughs> or you could be like, if you really wanted to go and just uh, mix it all up. If you really wanted to fuck with them, Afghanistan, start reciting like quotes Patton from and you know, those from World War II movies, and you know, you're yeah, like, Patton. Yeah, I'd yeah. <laughs> be like Enzio. <laughs> you know. Remember the push for Berlin? Yeah, exactly. We were we were eating bennies like they were going out of style. Right. We didn't sleep for six days. You would get your ass kicked big time. Oh I yeah, think. no, you definitely would. I'm just, of course, you would. I'm just the the question is how long would it take? That's the thing you'd be measuring. For. Well, if if, you, if you're sitting at the bar with a bunch of World War II vets, it'd probably be a lot longer because these guys are old. You know, they would yeah, probably, but but. but they're they're more disgruntled and uh, you know a lot more feeble though. That's true. Yeah, that's you know, true. So you're saying you'd have a fighting chance if you wanted yeah, to, if you wanted to yeah, fight off the yeah, world war the greatest too. generation. Yeah, the greatest fight. generation. You yeah, if I wanted to, to fight uh, them, I'd kick their fucking ass if I had enough <laughs> booze in me. You know. You know. You, know. you might have beaten Hitler, but yeah, <laughs> I think that day's past, son. Yeah. Goebbels, <laughs> Goebbels. That's a great experiment, man. I like that. Okay. I like. But, th- but then, the, if you start to get into like the Korean War Vietnam guy, then you wouldn't stand a chance. I don't think. Yeah, well, you might actually be. Well, it depends on what you're quoting. Uh, they might give you a pass, you know? right? If they yeah. were, you know, they might not know and go, "Well, okay." Well, for the Vietnam, Seems young that, for. Well, see, you know, I, Vietnam, I, but, I had some uh, friends whose brothers did the Vietnam thing, right. and. They all came back junkies, so... Yeah. You know, they all came back junkies. There's so, a lot of dope over there. Yeah, Southeast so, Asia. Right, so all I'd have to do if they got angry with me is whip out a balloon and probably they'd be okay with me. Just wave it under their nose <laughs> yeah. and throw it across the room and they'd all chase it. Yeah. Some Chana White, man. Oh, you know, Jesus. Do. But uh, that's a good experiment. I... I, I 
You know, I'd pay to see someone do that. I wouldn't do it myself. Yeah, I'd give you ten bucks. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, if you let me film it. Yeah. From afar. Maybe we could do a podcast from a veteran's place one day. That would day. be really fun. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Do a, a podcast. Um, oh, yeah. So we talked about this fucking nude guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, well, you know, so, I, I so we should uh, just, just uh, kind of dip in on the reality of our podcast. So we went live this week. Yes. We have, Nation, we are live. We're yeah. live. Yeah. We have uh, three published episodes up as of today. We're not going to say what today is, but just know that thinking back in time when we were sitting at the table, at that point we had three published. Yeah, so... We had, so we kind of, having kind of a soft open. Right. You know, uh, so working out the, uh, some of the bugs, working out some of the kinks, you know, well, some because, of the coding yeah. issues. Man, he's trying to... He's coding his brains out, you know, but he's, it's hard to have a child and, uh, and a day job and do all the coding necessary for our... For our website. See, I don't even know what that means, I know, Cody. I, know. <laughs> I don't even know what that <laughs> no, means. To, but what you're saying here. is that we're like people can listen to the shows. People now. can listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and as you listen, um, be aware that you know we, we have some ancillary uh, uh, social media that's also active. You know, we have. Uh, uh, now, where can they go to listen? Well, so you know, if you want to write us to tell us you hate us or that you love us or, or send dick pics or something, you know, or. Uh, or ask for dick pics, you could, uh, you know, email us at troubledmenpodcast at gmail.com. Excellent. We have a Twitter account, which is uh, at troubledpodcast. Excellent. We have an Instagram account, which is troubledmenpodcast. And, uh, you know, yeah, soon we'll be uh, troubledmenpodcast listed on uh, Apple, but as of right now, we're already on Google Play. Right, and, yes. Uh, we're on Google Public Play. Radio this is happening, something. man. We're gonna, this is going to be big, man. I have a feeling. Yeah, it makes me this excited. This is going to be, for me and you, it's going to be a lifetime now of fame and alcohol-related problems. Well, we've been building up to it our whole lives. Right, I think yeah, so. Actually, yeah. I came up with a new, a new concept recently, and, or maybe I just named a concept, which is alcohol mania. And, you know, like some people, they drink and you kind of, it's, it acts as a depressant, which it is. They yeah. get tired. Yeah. Um, it doesn't affect everyone that way. <laughs> no, 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 no. In no, fact, no, no. like I know people that similarly would take blue Valium. They could take two blue Valium and go out dancing all night because of the way that those benzodiazepines affect their brain chemistry. Right, well, yeah. That doesn't do that to me. If I take a blue Valium, I got to run for the bed because I may not make it there. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, like the, the idea of, of getting energy from a drink I definitely can relate to that. You know, there's it, somehow it gets it all, it gets all the pistons firing, and uh, well, you know, I like to, you blood know, chemistry gets all. Yeah, I I, I like the the romanticism of having a cocktail. It just brings me back to like seeing my mom and dad as a kid uh, getting all dressed up to the nines to go out to a, you know to see you know. Victimone, yeah, Victimone, Tony Bennett, or uh, if they were getting ready to go to Vegas, yeah, and just to me that was like the shit, man. It was like so when I started going to Vegas, it was like 
you had to dress up. You know, it's like, we're wearing suits, guys. We're wearing ties. You'll yeah. feel better. The drinks yeah. will taste better. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that was it. So I, I feel a real romantic thing about alcohol. I don't know if it gets me going and riled up uh, anymore like it used to. Like, you know, I want to go out dancing and stuff like that. Well, no, um, but, you know, it, it, it gets the, uh, the, the uh, neurotransmitters firing. Yeah. You know, and they said, you know, I've heard that, you know, alcohol is your enemy. You know, it's your enemy. And it's an enemy to be feared. But the Bible says to love your enemy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so make up your mind. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's probably the only thing I got from the Bible <laughs> that makes sense to me. You know? Um, but, yeah, that's, that's all good. So we're, we're out there, nation. So tell us what you think about us, if you love us or hate us. Or, you know, if you don't want to listen to us, you don't have to listen to us. But I think we're doing a good job. And, and if you're troubled just like us, let us know. Yeah, you tell know. us your troubles. You know, if we we'll if talk we about get them. into a thing where you know it's, we're feeding back on ourselves. You know, a snake is eating its own tail. You can tell us your troubles. We'll talk about your troubles on the podcast, and then other people can write in and tell us what we th- they think about your troubles. Yeah. So it's this is so it'd a, be a whole it'll be a, a chat room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A it's chat. gonna be a little give and take. Yeah, a little chat room. So speaking of what happened also over the weekend in my neighborhood, I don't know, you know. Uh, if you heard, but there was a huge fire, a three-alarm fire on the bayou. Huh. Maybe yeah. I get a whiff of it. I mean, Monday morning. speaking. But <laughs> Monday morning at like 5.15, the Canal Furniture Liquidators building. Oh, I know that building. Yeah. Caught on fire. Oh, that was a fire. I mean, wait. Allegedly a fire trap. But let me say, I was I was in there one other time. It looked like uh, it had so much old, dried out wood. I could see how that. Well, wood and you have plastic hot. hotel furniture that they they used to buy from. Oh, I'm sure it was super toxic. Yeah, and it was right next to Bayou Bicycles, which did not get any damage except for their neon sign in front well, got that was melt. Lucky. Yeah, but. The whole building, I didn't realize how huge this building of furniture was, but it was a three-alarm fire. It started around 5.30 in the morning, and they didn't contain it till like 10.30 in the morning. Holy cow. And it was huge. I didn't hear any sirens, but apparently 17 fire engines mm. responded to this thing. And they did, did you a, smell it? I... You know, I could when I went out in the morning, I kind of like saw some gray skies. I'm going, but you didn't so, smell it in your house. No, huh. the wind I think was going the other direction, other yeah, direction or something. Have. But they also there was a business in the same building. This um, this business that makes T-shirts and stuff called uh, Nola till you die. Have okay, you yeah, those, I've seen their shirts, their flags, yeah, and yeah, their yeah, shirts sure. and all that. And the first thing I thought about when they said the Nola to your die business has been burnt to the ground, and I said, well, they're dead. <laughs> Nola, you're dead now. You're pretty much dead now. So, But I felt bad, and I also felt bad because um, you know a lot of people lost their jobs and stuff. Oh, but man, yeah. at the same time, if they can get it cleared out, by this weekend, there's going to be a lot of free parking over there for Jazz Fest. Oh, okay. Well, so you're the silver lining. Man, there's always a silver lining. I'm always right? looking yeah. for a silver lining. Creative destruction. That's yeah. what they call that in the marketplace. And also, speaking of the Bayou, I don't know if you've ever played this festival, but 
it's becoming a real annoying festival to me. This Bayou Boogaloo. Have oh, you played, it? It, played it this year. Yeah, yeah. You playing it this year? Yeah, sure did. Oh, I thought it was. It's not till like May. It's like not till the end of May. Um. Okay. Well, <laughs> I played it last year. <laughs> you played it last year. Well, you know, just like anything, you know, here, it becomes too big, and now it's no longer a free festival. Okay. It used to be a free festival. So it won't be in memory of a free festival. Yeah. It's no well, this is what festival. I don't understand how they're going to do this. Apparently, no it's a Friday. Try to keep up. <laughs> it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday festival. I haven't been in years. Um, and it's supposed to be free. But now, if you get there after 3 o'clock, they're going to charge you 10 bucks. It starts at 11. Okay. And if you get there before? 3 o'clock. It's free for you. Oh, well, so it's still free. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know, you've seen this, the coordination of this is, I don't know how they're going to charge people, because people come on their canoes, they come on their their boats and stuff like that. How are you going to enforce this after three o'clock fee? Yeah, it might might get a little bit uh, oppressive if you really try to to hold to it. Yeah, I just don't understand how they're going to do it. But like any good thing, now they're charging. It used to be a free festival. That's my whole point. It's like, it used to be free, and now, of course... You know, like Jazz Fest used to be five dollars. Nothing here. stays the same. Yeah, you know, either gets better or gets worse. Nothing stays the same. So you're playing Jazz Fest, right? Playing Jazz Fest, yeah. Playing with uh, my first Jazz Fest gig is, I think, with Lynn Drury. Maybe we should do a podcast. And, uh, with Jazz oh, sure, Fest. absolutely. See, uh, are you going any days, or just the days I can get you in for free? <laughs> yeah, just the days you can okay, get me. Well, let's see what those. Which, <laughs> yeah, we'll ones, figure those that out later. Yeah, and I'll, we'll definitely do a podcast from there. Um, and then I'm playing with uh, the great Ed Volker, the piano player from the Radiators. Uh, my band, the Iguanas, is backing him up in, in uh. Toto. Um, so we're, we're playing the, the Ed Volker and Los Reyes set. And then, uh, then I have a, a million nighttime gigs during the week. Right, that's where you... Uh, and then uh, second Sunday, I'm again playing with... Uh, your band. Uh, my band, the Iguanas. Right, okay, so you're going to be busy. Yeah, you're yeah, busy. Yeah, we're going to be busy. going to yeah, have to okay. pace myself, going to have to uh, you know, eat my Wheaties. Right, gonna right. Have to, well, um, you know, what do you think judgment? about... To me personally, I've lived here now, what, 17 years or 17 Jazz Fest. And I find that this, like, the lineup they have this year is one of the weakest I've ever seen. Um, I mean, you know, it depends on your taste. Uh, you know, Beck is playing. Yeah, but he, he's tried to play the last two years, and he always seems to get rained out. Yeah, he, was, well, he was booked last year, he got rained out. Right. Two years ago, he was booked, he got rained is out. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. So I'm thinking whenever day he's playing, it's going to be rained out. Okay, yeah. well, it's, that's not a day that I'm playing because that's one of the <laughs> only things I checked out is am I playing a day that Beck is playing? And the answer is no. Now, I'm playing a day that George Benson is playing. George, like George Benson? Yeah. Is George, he still around, this guy? Sure is. Well, yeah, he's playing Jazz Fest. Yeah, he's definitely Well, around. you know, when I think of jazz, I think of Aerosmith, really. You think of Aerosmith? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aerosmith well, they're playing. Yeah, and they're Rod playing. Stewart, and yeah. he's playing, too. Yeah. And Jack White, and he's playing as well. Right, Jack White. Now, I saw him at One-Eyed Jacks a few years ago when he was with his band, uh-huh. the White Stripe, and he was having all sorts of technical difficulties, and everybody in the audience was 
basically all musicians, and they were saying, "No, do this. Oh, you need brother. to do that." Oh, God. <laughs> and he's sitting there trying to fix his Talk equipment. About the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "No, do that," and he's just like getting frustrated. And I think it's what was it? His sister, or cousin was on the drums, or his girlfriend, I think it was his wife. He oh, his used wife? to say that it was his sister. Yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, so, you know, they were pretty to good. Fuck though. around too. Yeah, you know? they were pretty to, good. Like to, to pull people's leg. Yeah, you know, That's cool. He, he was that. banging Loretta Lynn there for a while. I thought too, wasn't he? Uh, you know, I, I I have no idea, but you know, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Right? She's so talented. I mean, I mean, I don't care how old she is. You know, she's fucking coal miner's daughter, man. She's and God damn it, talk about somebody that could write some hits. Jesus Christ, her and between her and Dolly Parton, holy cow, it must be fucking hundred, you know, top ten singles between them. I have no idea. You have no idea. You talk about this. I, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm a big Dolly Parton fan. Big uh, Loretta Lynn fan too. You know who? Uh, now we're pivoting to uh, something I got obsessed about this weekend was uh, you know Johnny Paycheck. I yes, I know. So you know everybody knows. Uh, take this job and shove. Right. Yeah. But do you know that Johnny Paycheck? They called him like the Mozart of country music because uh-huh. he could play like pedal steel. Great country bass player. Um, play guitar, mm-hmm. great singer, great singer. He's dead? Um, Paycheck is dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what about him, though? But uh, I was obsessing about this song that he did, and there's a, there's a, a, a YouTube video of it when he's old, and it's all these older country music, like Nashville people, sitting around like in like i don't know there's maybe 50 of them sitting around him watching him die no well no he's playing <laughs> oh, okay. and there's a band like you can't really see the backing band but it's a real live band even with, uh-huh. with you know a couple of violins and stuff you know like full nashville orchestra band and uh and he goes let's do the old violin uh-huh. and he starts on this song called the old violin uh, okay and it's this whole thing about uh, tonight I feel like an old violin, soon to be put away, never played again. Oh my God! <laughs> and it's so heavy, and his singing is so present, and just he's such a even at the end of his life when you know he's. I mean, this is after he'd done prison time for shooting a guy, and I mean, like, like little like heart, you know, like state prison time at right, Tehachapi, yeah. you know, um, and you know done like bales of coke and just fucked up all over the place and while during this this uh performance like they'll do a cutaway shot to grandpa jones you know from hee-haw the banjo player (laughs) from arkansas from mountain view arkansas and there's grandpa jones but he's like dressed in his street clothes you know it's like he doesn't have the 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 overhaul straw hat and and stuff like that yeah he's just like you know, he's got regular glasses, regular hair, combed hair. But and he's playing with them? No, he's just watching. Oh, he's just like watching. He's, it's just to give you the, an idea of uh, the... Okay. See, I, don't, I can't put a face to Johnny Paycheck right now. I, I can't put a face to Yeah, him. well, he looked different at different times. There's, when you see it, so you, when he had the hit with Take This Job and Shove It, he's like full beard, real right. scraggly. He was a real skinny guy, um, small... You know, which he had kind of a Napoleonic complex. He wanted to fight everybody because he was so small. He, and that's why know, he shot someone? That's why I shot a guy, yeah. Um, I, mean, he, I wish I could remember the quote. In, Let in, me ask in, you something. While he was in prison, did he like Thursdays? Um, I think he already didn't like Thursdays <laughs> from some earlier experiences in his, uh, in his, in his uh 
possibly uh you know reform school or something right but uh you know he was someone who who actually was well this is this is pretty interesting wrinkle someone who um had a, a physical disposition that would invite bullying but he also palled around with with uh, outlaw bikers who loved him because yeah. of what a great singer and songwriter mm-hmm. he was and and his persona so he was at the same time this very you know uh, smallish kind of guy had had you know all these so he's super like, tough guys. Uh, he's like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, as a uh, tough guy. Yeah, maybe like a little yeah. bit of a hillbilly uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely with the attitude and and uh, and the chip on his shoulder for sure. Yeah. But man, the song "Old Violin." Look it up, people. Go uh, go check out. You know, it's hard for me to 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 not. You know, wind up in tears watching it. I'm looking at you right now, and you're getting very emotional. I get a little about, misty, man, because yeah, it's yeah. just so it's so. I, I real, need you to man. cut it out right now. Okay, just, right, just cut it out. Well, you know, I need another drink. <laughs> Go. All right, we're back after uh, getting a refreshment here. It's always good to get the second round. It seems like it it goes down a little slower than that. Like you were saying, it goes down a little slower than that first round. Yeah, I was saying how yeah. uh, you know. Uh, I seem to get a little bit ahead of Manny with that first cocktail, and I'll I'll, I'll look that I'm I'm you know like three quarters of the way in after 18 minutes, and I'm looking at he's he's only <laughs> like a third of the way in. I have to like try to pace myself to get very, in sync. I'm, I'm, I'm caressing my drink. I'm very romantic you with my drink. <laughs> you don't you want know. to dive right in. <laughs> I don't want to dive right in. I gotta you know pace myself. It's like go. my wife says, <laughs> you know. So there's something I wanted to talk about. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but um, this whole thing with tipping, you mm-hmm. know, tipping. Have we talked about this before? Possibly, but yeah, um, if we have. I can so always something take else it out. happened just just a few days ago. Now, I, it's it's getting so out of control that everyone thinks they deserve a tip. So once a month, or maybe twice a month. I uh, let my kid have some fast food because I'm trying to get, you know, fast food is just bad. I said, you don't want this stuff. It's bad, bad stuff. Take it from, once in a while, you're a kid. If you want some McDonald's French fries, you know, okay. Sure. So anyway, a few days ago, I take her to a fast food restaurant and, and we go through the drive through and the girl goes, order, please. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. And I said, what? You know, <laughs> I was like, Can, I just want a, a number two, you know, and uh, with a Sprite or whatever. Pull the window, I was like, okay. <laughs> so, so, you know, there's a few cars ahead of us, and we get up to the window, and she says, you know, um, Six dollars or something, right. and I notice there's a tip jar there. Oh Jesus! It's like really? Wow! You've got some balls, Nervy. high school girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is your high school after school job, but you know maybe you're saving up for college or a car or something. But right. that's pretty ballsy because really, you know, thirty feet away from you know ago, thirty feet ago, you were just a fucking voice, you know, going. <laughs> You know, and now 30 feet later, you want me $6 and then plus me to throw something in your tip jar? Right. What the fuck did you do? Well, 
Yeah, I, I agree. That's a, the, everybody figured out. If I just put a jar out, yeah. some people will give me money. Right. Exactly. Well, it's like you know, every person on the street corner. Some people just used to walk around. Now they figured, oh, if I just have a jar, then some people will give me money. Right. But I, it's like it's gotten to a point where it's like it makes me feel like I don't want to tip anyone now. Well, here's the thing. Here's the way you can tell, Manny. Some people get paid as tipped employees. Yeah, I know. In this city, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, in every city. Yeah. The, the minimum wage for a tipped employee, I, th- I think, is like around $2.30 an hour. Right. Yeah, I understand. Minimum wage for somebody at McDonald's is not $2.30 an hour. Yeah, it's so, the, it's the state minimum wage or the federal minimum wage. Right, right. right. So... If if someone is working in a restaurant, working in a bar, those are all people that are getting paid on this $2 and whatever. So why is that, know. though? It's because uh, when, when they pass these minimum wage laws, the Chamber of Commerce uh, lobbied to get the law uh, drawn in a way that, that said, well, these certain uh, traditionally tipped um, professions should have a lower uh, minimum wage because their, t- their salary is going to be built on top of that out of tips. Right. So all these people are getting, I mean, like if, if, you, if, if you're a Waffle House waitress and nobody comes in, mm-hmm. you make $2.30 an hour. Or right. I may be 10 cents, 20 cents off, but it's, it's around there. It's no more so than that. So is this the employers got this thing to pass? Well, yeah. Chamber of Commerce is a lobbying group that represents businesses, represents employers. Okay. Sure, yeah. So, okay. you know, if, if, if someone's working in one of those things, you better goddamn well tip those people. If you don't want to tip them, don't leave your house. Just get some fucking tuna fish and eat it at home. You don't have to tip <laughs> the tuna fish can. So right. please be my guest to you know sit in your underwear and eat eat food out of a out of a can with a fork, <laughs> and you don't have to tip. But if you want to go to a public establishment where you're going to get service, someone's going to wait on you. Please tip that person. Nobody works in those jobs because they have a big trust fund they're sitting on. Those people need that money. Please yeah, but what about these like them. professional waiters? These guys, like I know a guy at Cafe de Gas who's been working there for like 35 years. Well, and he's I mean, made, he's providing professional service. He's getting know. paid to whatever, 235 an hour plus whatever his tips are. But, but do you, you know, I don't drink coffee, but, you know, these coffee places, this is like... Now, those, the coffee, the people behind the, behind the coffee bar are getting at least minimum wage. They're, they're not uh, getting, they're, they're not uh, paid as So wages. who, I mean, how can I differentiate? That's what I'm saying. If you go to Walgreens, you don't have to tip that person. If you go to a restaurant, you have to tip that person. Walgreens? I'm saying if you go to any store, like, because you can go to... You can go to uh, like regular retail outlets, and or like you're saying, like Dunkin' Donuts, or you know any place like that, and they'll have a tip jar out. Right. And again, I understand the 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 gambit. You know, if you put it out there and you say tips on it, some people will give you money. It's free money. Why not? Right. But those people are getting paid. It may not be a great wage. They're not getting rich, but they're not making. Two dollars plus an hour. Well, I don't know. It I, don't know. I left there thinking to myself, "I'm just done with tipping altogether." Well, no, I'm not then, gonna, then you can't uh, go to a restaurant <laughs> if that's the case. A, a I can. A, uh, I could still go to restaurants and not tip if they say if you want to be an asshole. Well, I'm troubled, aren't I? <laughs> well, I have been called an asshole before. Yeah, don't do that, Manny. <laughs> that's that's a that's a a. Uh, 
pet peeve. How about if mine? I give them advice as a tip? No, no, no. <laughs> My advice to you is to tip them. Just eat less, and you know, get order less well, food and tip them an appropriate amount. Don't spend all your money on food. Save some money for tips. Well, what about that waitress the other time? I think I talked about this before. You know, I I went to use the unisex bathroom, and she was my waitress, and I said, you know, you're out of toilet paper in there, uh-huh. just so you know. I didn't need it. Right, right, right. I didn't right. need the toilet paper, right. but you're out of toilet paper. And she looked at me like, well, that's not my fucking problem. I was like, well, it is your fucking problem. You know, you're, yeah, you, you're, work you're, you work here. Yeah. It is your fucking problem. That's how you can tell it's your problem. Yeah, you know. Because <laughs> you work here. <laughs> yeah, it's your problem. You work here. Uh, the next person, the next woman who's going to go in there is going to yeah, yeah, need yeah. at least two people. squares. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And you can spare uh, Yeah, you, can, you know. <laughs> and I got a Kleenex in my pocket, and I'm not right, giving right. you anything else. So I'm solid. But speaking of that, speaking of toilets and stuff, uh, you know, Jazz Fest is approaching, and okay. I live right in the neighborhood. Right, and um, I'm doing I'm doing an addition to my house right now, so it's going to be going on during Jazz Fest. Mm-hmm. So I have a porta potty for the construction workers right right in front of my house. That's yours. You're paying for. It. I'm you paying for this, this porta potty. Right, right, right. So I'm thinking this weekend and next weekend, ka-ching. I like your thinking, man. Fuck the lemonade stand that my daughter used to do. She's going to sit out there with a roll of toilet paper, <laughs> 25 cents a square, a dollar to get in. You hey, know? man. I don't see how you can lose. I can't lose. You know, I can't lose. lose you know, you, yeah, know you, that, could, you could defray a lot of your uh, construction costs. You know, right <laughs> exactly. There, you know, so. Uh, Pay for your daughter's. The only thing uh, is, my, the education. contractor can't know about this. Yeah. So he can't know about it. Well, he doesn't he's gonna to want his, podcast. He's going to want his taste. His he's cut, gonna, yeah, he's going to want to wet his beak. <laughs> yeah, he's going to want to wet his beak a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just enough to wet my beak. In la boca. In la boca. Um, so, anyway, I digress. So what did no, you want? You good. wanted to talk about the royal family? Um, well, no, actually, you know, the, uh, the, since we were talking, about, <laughs> I don't know why I brought we that. We were talking up. about tips there. Oh, and tips! I wish I could think of what my my pivot off the the tipping thing was. Um, maybe I'll come back to me. Maybe I'll get back to. I'll, I will talk about the royal family for a minute until I remember the other part. Um, so I happen to see, uh, you know, Prince William. Um, he's what uh, third in line to the throne, I, I guess. Um, of, of yeah, England, you know. Yeah, well, um, no, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's it's his dad, and then him, and then him, and the mom. That fucking mom is still fucking alive this yeah, year. Yeah, Elizabeth's man. still alive, Elizabeth. still kicking. She's yeah. still kicking over there. Um, so yeah. maybe he's second in line to the throne. She so, has the crown. He's second in line. So anyway, he so has, who's next? What's his name again? Um, well, no. So uh, actually, the way it goes is. Um, you know, uh, Charles, which Charles, is the dad. Yeah, Charles. Then William, then William's kids. Right, And yeah. the brother, Harry's Harry, right. is only, he's, he's in there, but he's after the kids. Right, yeah. So, so anyway, going to happen for him. So uh, they show footage of, I guess it actually the, the child was born yesterday. It's a son. Um, and they show footage of, of William And walking. isn't his name Leroy? <laughs> they call him Leroy. Right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think over there they pro- pronounce it Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. But, you know, it's over sorry. here we we would say Leroy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now, is it with a Y or an I? I can never keep that straight. Anyway, um, he's walking with the newborn baby. Okay, so they walk out. 
The wife is in high heels. I think she just cranked the baby out that day. She right, yeah. Like, and that's how I'm looking at him. And he's carrying this thing. And, I, and I'm looking at him. And I go, well, yeah, they're, this is their third child. I can tell this is their third child. Right, they, yeah. Because the wife's walking out in high heels the same day that, that she just gave birth. Yeah. And, and William is carrying this baby like he's got a, a sack from, from uh, Macy's, from Macy's yeah, on yeah. the side. He's yeah. not even looking. It's just kind of bouncing yeah. and off. And the car seat. Yeah, car seat, yeah. yeah. Car seat. And it's like, it's you know, like, when you walk out for like a first-time parent, yeah, it's like you feel like you have a Fabergé egg. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone, and I swear, the way the thing was bouncing off his leg, like, look at this guy, man. <laughs> he couldn't be more relaxed. Like, oh, this baby will be fine. Yeah, baby's fine. <laughs> I got, I got things, help. I got plenty of help. Are pretty resilient. Yeah. Well, he was carrying it himself. He didn't yeah. have help. He was he was doing. You know, he was putting it in his own car, put it in the back seat. He got it and he drove away. And yeah. You got to admire the guy. You know, he's got got. See that third dollars. kid. The third kid is always like comes comes up to the parents and go, "Mom, mum, mum, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> was I an accident? <laughs> it's always the third kid's always the accident, you know. It's it's always like the first kid's the miracle, you know, yeah. and, and the second kid is you know planned. The, the third one's like, uh, uh, you were not an accident. You're just a surprise kid. Exactly. You, you know? know, it's like well, my my sister. There's a, a 15 year difference between uh, my myself and her and then somebody said uh-huh. asked, asked me one time I was like what was she some kind of accident I was like well no my parents were married they had a home together right, there's nothing yeah. accidental about any of this <laughs> your dad you know your mom and dad just got it on baby hey, man, you know, it's like, well yeah speaking of a new life and this prince who will never have to work a day in its life right. and, you know all that bullshit um, someone died um um our first lady, uh, Barbara Bush. Ah, yes. Yeah, she died. And I always thought it was so great that in my lifetime that we had a first, that I had a first lady that knew Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought it was... Shared a hairdo with George Washington. Yeah, shared the same hairdo with George Washington. And, um, And it was great that she married her son. Um, and now he's on his deathbed. Um, yeah, Mr. well, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, it these, always these Long-time couples, man. They were married like 67 years. Yeah, or something and when, if the wife goes first, the, 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 the husband goes like a week later. Right. But if the husband goes first... The wife thrives. The wife goes on for a few more years. Right, it's, right. If you look at the... It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact, you know. I'm hoping that's what happens with, with, with me and my yeah, wife. Then yeah. I go first. Yeah, yeah. In I mean, fact, you know, yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, well, whatever. I would just hope if, if she goes first, at least I'll get her drugs. You know? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Does she have a lot of drugs? <laughs> well, she will. Then. She will yeah. but, uh, on, on her deathbed. Yeah, on her yeah. deathbed. You know, it's like, uh, I'll, be sure like be I'll be like Willem Dafoe in The English Patient, you know, just stealing yes. the drugs. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. who wouldn't? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. You're going to be so distraught anyway. <laughs> right. You know, it's at that point, what wh- yeah. What good is restraint, you know? Let's, let's, we can see what the, the ship is going down. Let's all, let's go let's down all with all down, hands yeah. on deck. Well, know? he only had four fingers fingers on each hand in that movie but he still was able to shoot himself up which was very he's, cool uh, he's a hell of an actor, yeah. <laughs> an actor. but yeah so she died and uh, William or somebody was born the prince was born yeah but, new, new child uh, actually not named yet like no that. not named yeah, yet. Yeah. oh that's right yeah, 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 yeah it's, they're just gonna, it's gonna be like prince it's just gonna be a symbol 
Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's right. going to be a symbol. It's going to be a pound sign. <laughs> it's going to be a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pounds out of England, or not the euro, just the pound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, because it's Brexit, you know. Yeah, um, you know. So there was a news item that I saw yesterday, which was apparently we've we've just had our first uh, um, dick and ball uh, transplant that was successful. Did you I, miss that? I, I <laughs> totally missed that, right? I have go ahead. I have no response to that. But just to say, go ahead. I, I, um, <laughs> A dick and ball, so a whole package. Yeah, whole package. The whole, yeah, whole package. package. First, uh, now I thought that would have been done already, but you know, it's apparently, maybe it's a delicate operation. I could see how it would be. It anyway, so some 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 veteran who you know had uh, you know been time blown up, you know, in, or something. The, you know, yeah. had, had, they they you know medical science is is it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's, it should be. I wish it were progressing faster. Right. But it's progressing. It is progressing. So right. anyway, so uh, this, this fellow had, you know, the whole package transplant. And, you know, I'd just been seeing poor Mark Zuckerberg. Now, you know, the guy's got, what, $50 billion. How could I say poor Mark Zuckerberg? How right. could I form that combination of words? Here's why. <laughs> I'm watching TV last week, and he's testifying in front of Congress. Right. And my wife and I are looking at this news story i'm looking at this guy's face and head and i'm thinking jesus christ man with 50 billion dollars if you just took like a billion dollars and got brad pitt's head sewn on (laughs) your body wouldn't that be worth it right (laughs) well it's the same thing it's like like drew Brees, who's like god down here right and he's got you know 50 million dollars and stuff right you'd think he'd do something about that little fucking thing on his face oh, that's, a, that's a trademark man no 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 that's, cool. that's well even he went on oprah and oprah's going what the hell's that on your face did you remember that that's badass look gorbachev became uh, you know the... well that was the map of the ukraine that helped the spies out that wasn't that just wasn't a birthmark <laughs> that was a map of the ukraine oh man no you can't can't go down on drew Brees here <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to go, go down on him. I'm not going the down pain on Drew Brees. <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's hope for Mark. You know? <laughs> well, if it's I just two th- billion, that I, I go. See, you got fifty. You still have forty-eight. How many billion can you spend in a lifetime? Imagine how much better your you know life why? would be you if know your why? face looked you know- like. You Brad know why? <laughs> you know why he can't he do that? that? Brad Pitt hair. Oh, you know, actually, getting back to Manny. Yeah, I always try to bring it back to you. Yeah, um, I saw one of your uh, your past uh, most your most recent opponents, uh, none other than Frank Scarlett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was in the news yesterday. Only well, yesterday, he pleaded no contest. Something he pled like that. no contest to yeah. a lewd conduct charge in a Uber car in Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, when you say lewd conduct, that's kind of putting it. Nicely, I would say. That's putting it. That's well, uh, the, that's the euphemistic term. The guy was jerking it in, in the back of an Uber. He was jerking in the backseat of an Uber in in L.A. In L.A. He wasn't even here in New Orleans. It was in L.A. Where you could get away with something like that. Well, it was in West. He got picked up in West Hollywood. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> if my gaydar is right, it was right on Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh, <laughs> And he was apparently going down to Venice to meet friends, or he was leaving friends. I, I, I don't know the full story. Sharpening the tool? Yeah, he, he basically okay. was meeting with campaign advisors at the time. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, to this day, um, 
uh, it just freaks me out. You still haven't out. washed that shit. Yeah, <laughs> to say, I just, I, it freaks me out that I shook his hand. But he pleaded, <laughs> he pleaded no contest, and which means basically he just gets to play a fine. Apparently, and, he won't have to register as a sex offender. Right, which and, is always positive. Right, it's always a positive thing for the uh, for the for the for, fucking for the, freak that he is. Yeah. You know the 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 bouncy house millionaire. He was a bouncy house millionaire. Yes, he still is apparently. Yeah, he hasn't lost his bouncy house millions. No, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, he. Um, well, you know, I think uh, whatever he is fine. I just think it's hilarious that he spent half a million dollars to get four hundred votes, and you spent um, uh, about a grand. Yeah, got like three hundred and fifty votes. Um, you know, I actually worked out the, the day that they came out with the results. I, I ran the numbers on his campaign. I, I was I thought that was so hilarious, man. Like yeah. his, his uh, so so he spent like um, like uh, like a thousand twenty five for every vote. Yeah, something like my, that. A thousand and twenty five dollars. High school education yeah. serves me. If your GED education yeah. abilities uh, yeah. are holding up, something like that, yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, if he's got the money, fuck it, let him do yeah, it. Absolutely. You know, but if yeah. he wants to jack off in the car, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> so be it. You know, I don't know what else. You know, I mean, you could, you could, for if you if you're going to spend that kind of money on a campaign, you could just hire a driver and you could jack off as much as you wanted well, yeah, driving it, around LA. Exactly. You could drive around yeah. for days. Yeah. And just stick your head out the window every once in a while and say, "Excuse me, do you have a Kleenex?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know that. Speaking of jacking off, um, as we were, <laughs> um, I, I I got a, a, a text, not a text, a, a, a message from an old LA buddy of mine, or old roommate of mine. Okay. Um, and we used to have this apartment together right off Melrose. Melrose Avenue and it was above an art gallery anyway um, speaking of jerking off he was a crazy motherfucker I knew him in high school and he was just this crazy motherfucking guy um, one morning I hear that it's like 9 o'clock in the morning and I hear the TV like on really loud in our living room and, <laughs> and, and uh, I'm going what the fuck because he'd never he would never be up that early he would never be up that early <laughs> And I walk in and I TV. I like the setup of this. I don't know what's going I walk happen. in. I walk in in the living room. This is a small two bedroom apartment with a living room and kitchen, a little tiny dining room. Anyway, um, and I look up. I look. You know, it was a, it was a very late night. Oh, right, right. You're trying to I'm focus look, your eyes. I'm trying to focus, the and the TV's on really loud. And <laughs> Barnaby Jones. Remember that show, Barnaby sure, Jones. Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones. Yeah, is was on. Uh, the same guy who played Jed Clampett. Yeah, right? Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson. And he yes. was in The Wizard of Oz too. It's a very timely reference, people. Yeah, but. <laughs> Barnaby Jones is on, and there's some scene. I guess he had this secretary that was always in every episode or whatever. And I'm (laughs) focusing. I'm trying, what the fuck? And my roommate is jerking off to Barnaby Jones. (laughs) I don't think those words have ever been spoken before. (laughs) Hey, Beverly. We'll be out in a second. But um, he 